Hey everybody, John Newman, host of Sports Card Nation, Hobby Quick Hits, sometimes on Hobby Hotline, and once a month on Breaking Cardboard. Here's where it does happen, right behind these closed doors, but man, it'd be a lot easier if I can clone uh, myself, but uh, let's see where the magic happens. Hey, what took you so long? We got a show to do. All right, let's start the show. All right, welcome to episode five of what we call here on Sports Car Nation Breaking Cardboard. It's a once a month live podcast, if you will, video podcast with a co-host and usually uh, one or multiple guests. Today we have multiple guests. Uh, normally this show is on a Friday, the second Friday of each month, but uh, to accommodate uh, two awesome guys. Uh, I, I had to schedule it on Wednesday. Not a big deal. Uh, this also will come out uh, in audio form. So if you're missing it, uh, you didn't catch this live, that's okay. Uh, it's, it will be released in an audio form uh, as well. So let me, uh, with that being said, uh, uh, some of that housekeeping done, let me bring on this month's and uh, this episode's uh, co-host. He's my friend, uh, Texas car dude, Brad Bethune. Welcome, Brad. Howdy, y'all. What is up? If you can't tell, uh, they don't call him Texas Car Dude because he's from Pennsylvania. He's, he's, in, <laughs> he's in the Dallas area. So uh, welcome, Brad. And, and we have two uh, two great people. I, I'm happy to call them uh, friends and uh, got to meet them uh, in person. I knew them before that, but I got to meet them uh, in Chicago uh, at the national for the first time and, uh, super talented, more talent. You know, one of these guys is more talented than both of us put together. So, uh, you know, that's, we're, I'm Truth. glad they're here tonight. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, let me bring on uh, our first guest, uh, Mr. Donnie B. Boom, boom. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good, good. What's up, man? And uh, I got I got to intro this next guest. He hails from my hometown as well. We share the hometown. Uh, BK's in the house, uh, Brooklyn uh, card killer. What's up, man? What's up, my friends? What's going on? Hey, hey, uh, good. You know, here we are Wednesday. I, I made special accommodations, but you guys are are, are worth it. Thanks for for uh, being part of breaking cardboard. And you know, one of the things when I kind of you know I got the People saying, "Hey, John, you know we love your your podcast, but they're not live." Uh, I think that Daddy B, uh, you're all right. <laughs> yes, sir. My, uh, like, my, yes, he's my okay. I don't know about his camera, but uh, you know, I got a call. Like people said, "Why don't you do a live show?" And I'm like, "I don't want to do it every week. We got plenty of great uh, guys doing that kind of stuff, and and girls, and uh, but uh, you know, to for, I got enough." you know call to do that and i said you know what uh let's do it i'll just do it once a month and 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 so when when i try to put these episodes together i try to sort of have uh, a theme i try to with the co-host and whoever the guests are and uh, i try to put that together and I, when I, I said man i gotta do an episode 
uh, with you two guys at the same time. And uh, I haven't had Donnie be on on the actual regular podcast yet, so uh, you know this is better than nothing. And we'll get we'll get you on that thing uh, too, Donnie B. But guys, uh, first question. I mean, like everything in the hobby, the last couple of years, card art has 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 blown up. And, uh, and and rightfully so. I've always said, uh, if you've heard me, you've heard me say that, you know, our cards have always been little works of art. But we've really seen, when I say card art's blown up, I, I think what I mean by that is the, the artists, finally the people behind that stuff, has re- those people are starting to get the credit. Uh, that's kind of the, they, they deserve it. Some talented uh, folks, you're just two great examples uh, of that. There's a lot of people doing uh, some some great work. I mean, you, you know, for, for you guys who were in it, in, in the middle of it, doing that stuff, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, it, you know, talk about you're in the, you're in the eye of the, the hurricane, so to speak. Man, so if you – I think you, you brought up a really good point. Uh, cards in general are works of art. You got the, you know, I think in 91 or 92, you got the Pro Vision series from Fleer. Um, you got the, you got the, uh, the Donruss um, Diamond Kings, right? Yeah. You have all, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like legit art, like that's brought up into cards. But then you have like the, the natural aesthetics of taking a solid photograph and placing it with the right border, blah, blah, blah. Like it really is art. And, it's funny. I've uh, I've I've brought a few cards to to uh, card killer's attention to where I'm like, yo, I would love to see you um, put your your onto a card like this. For example, I think one of them was a uh, uh, a Penny Hardaway right here, actually. Ironically, uh, Penny Hardaway, uh, the top's finest uh, rookie refractor. Yeah, and and he yeah. and, and and he brought up a good point. I mean, that this card is already super, you know, badass. That you know, some cards, it's harder. It's hard to make them better than what they already are. I'm sure he would have, you know, he could do some real damage and you know make a cool piece to a card like this. But at the end of the day, I I mean, speaking personally. Um, my objective when I first started doing card art was to take uh, cards that weren't necessarily, you know, valuable monetarily, but had a bunch of nostalgic value. Like, I mean, any junk era, like Dennis Eckersley card or, uh, you know, Bo Jackson rookie card, stuff like that, where it's iconic as heck, you know, like all of us had, you know, 10 of them growing up thinking, it was going to buy a, a house later down the road, you know? Um, so further down the road, you know, it gets a lot more competitive. When I started auctioning off cards for, for card killer over here, there was, I mean, you know, maybe one or two other card artists in the space and, and doing completely different stuff than him. Um, and, and, and now we have, I mean, well, I'd say I, I could say comfortably well over a hundred card artists that I know of personally. Um, and, yeah. you know, fortunately, uh, uh, Rodney, AKA card killer over here. Um, we, we started a, um, 
what is called the Sports Card Art Gallery on Instagram as well. And we started that at a time to where there was maybe, you know, maybe 10, maybe 15 different card artists and thought it would be a cool, uh, you know, starting point to, uh, or I guess like a jump off to start posting and promoting for our comrades. Uh, something that I, you know, I mean, I think is, is super awesome. You know, no one's, no, I mean, not to sound petty, but like no one has yet created something to, to just promote for me and, you know, KK over here. Um, but we're proud to do it. And uh, it's really grown into something real significant and a community that's, I mean, probably more tight knit than any community that I've ever been involved with. Yeah, and I, I, I want to hear, you know, Car Killers take on this too. But I want to say something too. What you guys, besides being talented guys, uh, you do something that's very close to my heart because I try to do it as much as possible. Uh, you know, philanthropy, you, you do a lot of charity stuff with your talents. You know, it's one thing to be talented and use it for your own benefit. There's nothing wrong with that. That's 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 America in, in, its, in its nutshell. But you also use those talents um, to help uh, some less fortunate uh, folks. And uh, not everyone does that. Uh, not everyone can do that. And I think that, that you know, you might not pat yourself on the back necessarily, but, but I want to do that. Uh, and I've said that before, but I can't, here. Go, here. Can't, say, can't say thank you uh, here, enough here. for that. And uh, yes. uh, it, it, to me, that that's, you know, talent is one thing and just being a great human uh, you know, is, is another. I can't draw a stick figure to save my life, so I try to do nice things. Uh, but you, 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 you're talented on the art side and on that side as well. So uh, hats off uh, uh, to you guys. But uh, card killer, just you know, uh, just kind of synopsis of, of the last two years and and the the rise of card artists, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it kind of hit. At the um, at exactly the right time that multiple artists kind of needed the outlet because, uh, you know, whether or not you worked in a studio or you worked at home, you were you were staying you were staying put for you know because of the, because of the pandemic and uh, so you had to kind of scale down and um, you know scaling to the card art format. Um, seems seems like a very pretty small task i mean all you got to do is apply your own style to what to what you were doing and then just make it into make it into the two and a half by three and a half format um so it was it was convenient for me at the time but i mean it just it seemed to to work out perfectly for a lot of artists who needed the outlet and um you know that's that's kind of like just how the a snowball turns into an avalanche you know once you see someone enjoying it and then um you know they want to give it a shot or they want to do it with their kids or something like that and they could do that now because they're they're at home a little bit more often um and then you know the natural progression of it over the last couple of years is you know it it just getting on bigger platforms um you know tops took on their their art projects um yep. you know the money started coming in like um it took it took a while to start convincing people that you know cutting up cards was going to make them worth more it sounds so bizarre i mean it still kind of does you still kind of laugh well, it, i mean it, there's it's what you do and then you get your trimmers that do grading but that's that's uh <laughs> that's a whole yeah, other show but uh I'm we, just, we love I'm to a, show the trends 
<laughs> yeah, so that, but, that's the difference. We're a little more transparent about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And your work's a lot better than than theirs uh, as far Thank as you. artistic. Amen on that, brother. Um, what, one, one quick follow-up question, and I don't want to – I'll let Brad ask one. I know he's got a few. Um, you know, with, with the rise of card art and all the talented folks that uh, – are finally sort of getting recognized and and for what they're doing, you know. I it, it's not just relegated to the art world. We see it in other niches. You know, you get all sort of those. Uh, I see a lot of if you. I, I'm trying to think the best term for a copycat artist. People kind of literally do the same exact thing, uh, you know, and sort of kind of I don't want to say try to steal thunder, uh, but sort of like not give credit to the original person where they seen do that. It's one thing to be similar and, and not exact, but I, I've noticed a lot of of people trying to, to replicate what you guys do without even saying, hey, you know, Donnie B was an inspiration card killer. Now, there are people that do that too, uh, but then there's others that just kind of do that and try to pass it off as if they're the originals. And... Um, I mean, how do you, how do you, as an artist, how do you uh, deal with that? I know you just got to keep doing your thing, but uh, does it bother you? How do you deal with those things when they occur? It, well, it doesn't bother me. One second. That's okay. Sorry, Donnie. Well, get it, get I'm, it, get it. No, I'm just going to say that, yeah, it, it never bothered me. I mean, um, when they imitate, you know, that's, that's a form of flattery. Uh, well, hey, degree, hey, really. listen, it never it never bothered you because nobody can copy what you're doing, brother. <laughs> Woo! Preach, preach. I mean, well, I mean, real talk. <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be that if that if that's the case. I mean, there are plenty of artists that what they do is they, you know, they're they're committing their style to the format. Um, yeah, I mean, I try to have my own style. I mean, that's that's just the way I operate. And, you know, I'm, I'm constantly moving from one concept to another. Um, there's certain a couple there's a couple of concepts that I keep constant. Um, but that's just the progression of, of what I take with me as I go along in my process. Um, but other artists have done it, you know, the same way. And I've seen them develop over the last couple of years. I don't look at it as um, as stealing concept. I look at it as my job was or my purpose was to plant a seed and just however the hell that grows is, is not up to me at some certain point at all. Yeah. And, um, but you know, like when you go back to the roots, you go, you know, I, you know, that seed was planted so that um, just to watch it grow. That's part of my art is, is, is to do stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and just to keep pushing and pushing. And, you know, when I see people kind of have similar ideas, I'm like, that's awesome. Um, what am I going to do next? And, you know, it pushes yeah. me because it's like now, well, I'm a concept guy, so I'm going to move on anyway. Um, I love watching people develop their own style and everything, no matter where it starts from. I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me if there, if there's imitation or or um, even like profitable stealing. It doesn't really, uh, it doesn't occur to me. I, I you know, I, I, I tend to just sit there and do me. So um, I don't really, uh, I, I, I don't really let it, let it waste my time, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's a great attitude. Like you said, you, you kind of you you use it to motivate you to what you can do next and and elevate uh, your game. And uh, you know that's a that's a good attitude uh, to have. But uh, I don't know. I just it I guess it bothers me more uh, when I see it happen from the outside 
uh, looking in, you know, thinking how, like I said, I can't, I can't play hangman and, and draw that stick figure to even play. But I thought, you know, it's funny. My dad's an artist, a really good one. And my son is tremendous too. He got that gene. It skipped uh, right over me. My son can draw like the Beatles freehand, like with features. And I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'll have to post some stuff on my social media, but uh, and my dad's a crazy good artist. He does a lot of Disney uh, type stuff. But me, like I said, I can't. So uh, coming from a, a sort of an art background with my dad uh, and my son and seeing what they can do. And then guys like you, I like I'm sort of jealous, to to be honest with you, because I, you know, I couldn't do it to save my life. And uh, you guys make it look uh, so easy. But, you know, that being said, you know, when someone sort of you know, I don't want to say steal, but kind of, kind of do that and not really pay the proper homage to to where they got it from. It's one thing to steal something and say, "Listen, you know, I got this from Donnie B or Card Killer. They inspired me. I'm trying my hand at it." I I, I like that more than when someone just does it and not tip their hat uh, to the original. And, uh, you know, we, and that happens in music, right? You know, people say, Hey, they're, they're an influence. Uh, I get a lot of my influence from them and in, in my music. Uh, I like to see that they're, they're paying respects and homage to who inspired them. And so when I don't see it, or I feel like someone's sort of taking advantage of that situation, it rubs me the wrong way for the, you know, the two cents, uh, that's yeah. worth. I just wanted so to know, so me, me personally, John, I've had, um, I, uh, dude, card killers been making, uh, card art and, and art with cards for uh, many, many years now. Like he's, he, man, he, he's got his system down, like he's killing it. Right. Um, I've been making card art for about, uh, I guess a little bit over a year now, maybe like a year, year and a few months. Um, I feel I feel very uh, confident and very good about what I put out um, for that time frame and whatnot. But um, my my system is a bit more easy to knock off than Card Killers is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and before Card Killer and I uh, got together and started selling card art, either of us. I mean, brother, there was no blueprint. There was no one telling you how to chop this, chop this up to, to do this, sell it here. Do, there was none of that. All there was was my guy Card Killer making some elaborate, insane pieces, and nobody knew what to do with them. Like, he, dude, I don't want to speak too much uh, on his behalf, but, like, he was making some badass pieces that, couldn't you know i mean he, he wasn't getting 75 bucks for him so you know some of the same pieces that we've sold for like 700 bucks in the last you know few months so uh yeah there was no blueprint so now when you see someone with thirty-three thousand followers uh making you know this this pretty cool stuff and and putting the price tags and, and selling the stuff that i do boom that uh, a blueprint is created Something that uh, you can physically see that I'm doing or, you know, somebody's doing that they could replicate or, you know, in my opinion, I'd love to hear just, you know, jump in and add their own spin on the game because that's what I love to see, man. Like, 
I love to see a new artist jump in and come at it with a new concept that you've never seen. Um, for example, there's this dude named Ice Wolf. Uh, I think it's Ice Wolf, like 37 or something like that. And he, he's won a few of our auctions. And uh, he, he collects like agates and, and crystals as well as cards. And um, after winning a few of our auctions, he started slicing up or taking like thinly sliced crystals and putting them on the back of cards and, and incorporating them with cards. And um, he actually made his first piece and sent it to me. And uh, something that I treasure, man. Just like you see, it's in my it's in my big boy case. Yeah, this guy, this one has eye appeal too. This is lovely. He put a freaking stone behind me, bro. Oh, that's, Geo. Nice. <laughs> that's cool. That well, is yeah, look at that. It's yep. Yep. And, 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 you and you're are... talking about you're talking about someone who literally just wanted to jump in the space so he could make me a gift. I think the first five, ten pieces he made, he, he's not selling any of them. He's like gifting them out. Like that is culture, brother. Like that's that's yeah. what we love. That's what we love to see, rather than some dude try to copy our, uh, Im imitate our formula, and go from being an, a no name to selling their cards and trying to steal our followers. And uh, you know, like there's there's so many different yeah, ways about it. And know? that's what I was getting at, Donnie B. Here's a guy like you said, this Ice Wolf. I don't know him, but uh, I'll check him out for sure now. At what, what you plug him. You know, putting his own spin on it. Like he, he's taking what's there and trying to put his own element uh, to it, literally uh, with, with, uh, with stone and, and uh, geology stuff. And, and uh, that's a geo, you know, it just, uh, it's like, what can you do next? It's like, hold my beer, right? Uh, watch this, you know, that I appreciate. It's, it's those folks like you just alluded to that literally just do it like verbatim that's been done and not even tipped the case. It's like stealing from someone and not even nodding uh, to, hey, I got this from you, you know, at least do, at least in the bare minimum, uh, do that, you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm all about inspiring people to, you know, yeah. get in space and whatnot. But it, it does, for me, I mean, I'm, you know, me and Card Killer clearly have like a little different stance on it. But um, it, 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 you know, sometimes it'll get under my skin when I see somebody. I mean, replicate my piece to the T. I'm talking order the same exact card, um, you know, use yeah. strips on the back, all of that stuff. But um, on the other flip of the coin, it's it's inspiring to see when something like that, when it starts out like something like that, and then maybe two or three months down the line, they're, you know, a real player in the game making their own stuff. Yeah, I can't. I came ac across my feed today. Some guy, he chopped up. I, I'm assuming it's a reprint of an '86 Fleer Jordan, and he he uh, he made a collage and mixed it with a uh, one of those Maxell, uh, you know, Maxell cassette tapes from the '80s, oh, yeah. the clear ones. Yeah. yeah. And I swear to God, it it looks like a little card made out of a tape, like a a real cassette tape. It was awesome, and I was like, these concepts are coming in really quick now, man, because everybody's starting to get, like, starting to you know juice up and and starting to take their own art to the next level, and and you know starting to see that uh, anything is possible. Really, it's it, it may be a smaller format, but it almost uh, it, it's unlimited. And even though you're tying it to sports, it's not like you you're jumping. Um, 
you know, on the shoulders of it or anything. You're just using it as a tool to deliver a message. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. um, and, and every, every artist gets to do it. I mean, I want to give credit where credit is due because, um, last year at late last year, I found what I consider the first piece of card art to be made by a gentleman by the name of John Sheezer. Um, he, his Instagram tag, uh, is Ephus marked with two E's in the, in the beginning, uh, Ephus marked. And he's been in the game for years and years. He's been doing sports art. Um, and I know he's been mixing it a lot with, um, you know, big resin bricks and making a lot of collages with, with baseball cards in them cut up, um, you know, but they're larger size pieces. And here you go. This is an example. So John's been in the game and he's been doing that stuff for years. And, um, the first real piece of what I would say is like collage card art that we kind of know of today, uh, you know, he had made in 2018. It was like some grippy piece that oh, he yeah. just posted on his page in 2018. And it kind of just, you know, since his following wasn't big and he posted it and just like the next day moved on to another piece, it's kind of like it just went under the radar. So I saw that piece in, you know, 2020 and I was like, you mean that two, like almost three years ago? And I was like, so I went up on our other site that we we do, uh, the Griffey Legacy Project, and I made a post about it. I was like, this is, I think, pretty much the first piece I can imagine uh, being conceived. I mean, they, you got to know that, like, he's the one he's got to be he's an artist in the game. Now, this is someone. You know, and I mean, another artist or uh, could have done it 10 years ago. Another artist could have done it 20 years ago. I mean, making your own card is is not a new thing. Um, but most of it is kind of like, you know, you get graphic designers making their own cards and everything. Um, you know, rarely was I was I seeing any um, concepts being thrown in like a collage way or a mosaic way into a card, um, uh, like a reimagining of a card. Um, but what's been happening, I think, over the last two years is that it just um, it caught fire because of a the pandemic, I think, and then b it was just um, you know the right right artist was make was making the right splash and the right content to to promote it correctly, and then you know that fire just became like a, like a blaze. So it, you know, like I want to say cheers to John because um, that was a really that's a really early card up piece, and I hope he has it still. If if not. Um, you know, if someone else out there has it, that'd be awesome to see where it is now. Um, Man, but, yeah. for, for, the, for the record to cut in, um, yeah. I, like I said, I have well over 33,000 legitimate followers. I've been sent, I mean, uh, more more packages that I, than I could count as far as gifts or, or you, know, um, you know, art cards or just anything like that. And, dude, for the record, this was the first thing that was ever sent to me. Nice. So this is a very treasured piece, man. Uh, and it's a trip because he's uh, the gentleman that he speaks of, John, he, he, he makes really cool stuff still. And um, uh, unfortunately, I, I feel um, he, he really puts so much effort into his art and he just really doesn't put too much effort into building his platform. And unfortunately, these days, that'll, you know, that'll hold you back, man. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's why we created things like the Griffey Legacy Project and the uh, the Card Art Gallery. So we could at least do our part to, you know, let some people know about these guys, man. Yeah. I'm going to let Brad ask one of his questions. But before I do, I want to just say 
it's it's it speaks well about you guys uh right there because you're you're giving credit to other artists you don't mind sharing the limelight uh you know card killer you highlighted the the Zephyrus, uh mark gentleman is kind of doing it even first if you will uh and it again it, there's something to be said about you know giving proper credit and shining the light on others as well i think uh uh you know it's good uh, it's good on you to to that you're like that i think uh, i'm a karma guy so i believe in karma and uh, you guys are full of uh, great karma so uh brad what do you got what do you want to ask these these two talented gentlemen here well, I don't know. You got a Texas boy with all these, all these New York Yankees. I, that's why I went and grabbed my Mets hat so I could at least semi fit in. <laughs> well, Donnie B, Donnie B's from the West Coast. He's California. We got all the coast. Uh, all right, we got it, we got it all represented. East West. I'm a Met man. I'm there you go. That. There yeah. you go. Well, you know, I, I just recently discovered card art and. Uh, Carcilli, your color. I'm gonna get a little fanboy for about two seconds, if I if I can. Your your color and your brilliance is absolutely amazing, and it's I you know I'm I was just like, oh that's just sick, and I know it just took off, but Donnie, your characters, man, your characters and incorporating like the the Marvel characters, like the Venom, and the, oh my my jaw dropped, my that was just sick. It was sick. I was so impressed. I'm so impressed by both of your of your talents and the work that you've done. And just, I really appreciate it. And thank you very much for, that's my fanboy. The question thank you that so I had, much. I appreciate that, man. That yeah. means a lot. Believe me. The question that I had is, Killer, you buried a Pete Alonzo card? How dare you bury a Pete Alonzo card? <laughs> What made you bury a, P a Pete Alonzo card? Out of all cards, a Pete Alonzo. Come on, okay. man. <laughs> so the, the concept there, the concept there is that um, in order to give a card a new, a new story to tell, um, I, I created this concept of, of, of making a treasure hunt and getting the, the, the collector physically involved with my art and my process. Um, you know, a lot of um, my inspiration comes through the things that I liked when I was a kid. And I swear to God, I, just before I had to turn off um, the movie The Goonies just to, to join this podcast, right? Because I watched it all the time. I apologize. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, that kind of stuff inspires me. Like, you know, the stuff that I love as a kid, the nostalgic stuff, you know, the video games I played. Uh, the movies that I loved, the cards that I collected, they all kind of just seemed to mesh together. And um, it, I, I didn't want to paint like a picture of a treasure hunt. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, it wouldn't make sense. It, it, so like, you know, it just came to me to, to, to just physically do it myself because I would love to go on a treasure hunt myself. But I didn't, you know, I don't go out and seek that stuff. But it was through my <laughs> art, I can give that experience to someone else. So, so that's very interesting. Let me... So the whole entire entire thing, the treasures, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Indiana yeah. Jones, the, all of that incorporated into you considered a full art experience, which I never I never even thought about. That's I never even thought of it it's that way. Performance, that's really, that's awesome. performance art, performance. Yes, art. 
Hey, it, it, I mean, it bottom the bottom line is it, it it's what it's what makes me happy and it's what's you know, it's what I've loved throughout the years. So um, at some point as an artist, I just had to ask my, uh, you know, ask myself a bunch of questions. And what one of them is, what do I like? Yeah. And what do I want to show my audience? What do I want my audience to experience? And I was like, yeah. you know, and one of those answers throughout this process was let's let's do the movie The Goonies with my art. And and yeah. since I was doing this card art um, and Pete Alonzo just happened to be hitting his like 49th home run. Right. So he was yeah. up to 49 and I just, I was looking at, I was like, he's three away from breaking the rookie record. So right. um, the concept ended up being that I would tell a story and I would make a short film of every time that Pete Alonzo hit a home run, I would destroy one of his cards. So I took <laughs> three, three Chrome, three tops Chrome parallels. Yeah. Um, and they're here. It's the let's see. It's the uh, the pink, the sepia, and the what looks like I think the pulsar. Yeah. Oh yes. So here yeah. we have one. So I drilled a hole through um, each one of them, and that just represented the home run. That was like fifty, oh, cool. well, 49, 50, and fifty-one, right? Very and, cool. Um, and then, so he breaks the record, 52, thank God. Otherwise, I would have yeah. no story whatsoever, right? <laughs> so he does it, and, you know, I look up at the television, I'm about, and then I pull a curtain back, and it's the it's the purple parallel auto of, oh. of this card, basically. So it's a gorgeous card that I had purchased a couple of months back. Yeah. And I go to put the drill towards it, and I look up at the television, and he's at first base crying because he's so emotional. If you remember that that little highlight, yes, of him. I do. Um, yes, I do. So, all of a sudden, that makes me upset. Now I can't destroy that card, I because I feel for him. So instead, <laughs> and so instead, I go out and um, I dig a hole in in um, a grassy field, and I put it in a box and I put it down in the hole and I cover it up, and then I walk away from it. So basically, it's me saving the card by burying yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I mean. I would have never. That's, that's so awful. little did a uh, little did Pete know that uh, the tears of emotion uh, standing out there exactly. uh, saved uh, saved the rookie card of his. I don't think. So then I started. Yeah. So they it concluded by me just posting these cards, and then in gold leaf, if you can see, are the clues that yeah. lead you that lead you to the treasure, and yeah. um, so like. Uh, and you could see them like hidden in the in the in like right. in the cards themselves. So, if you followed these clues, um, and you looked in the map, you kind of knew I was in New York City, because um, it said Brooklyn on one yeah. of the clues. And uh, you know, it took a full year and and a few attempts. <laughs> wow. about, like, we had about three. I had about three legitimate people on the hunt, and I would only tell them, you know, whether or not they were cold or warm or anything, or something like that. Yeah. If they because they yeah. were DMing me, am I close? Am I close? I'm like, yeah, you're close. <laughs> Here, yeah, you're close. You. <laughs> like you're close. And one of the well, one of the last clues is the you know the purple emoji is actually on like one of the uh, of the post of like you know a baseball field, like really close. You could see it, and like you know I had the target forty feet away from that that face. So if you found the face, you knew where to look. And, um, 
you know, some guys were in there digging with the screwdriver, digging holes in the field. Like, oh, we drove, we dug 20 holes. We can't find it. I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly where it is anymore. So no so metal detectors like, or. Oh, yeah. So he was like, should I get a metal detector? I was like, yeah, I think so. So, so uh, one guy actually went on a second attempt, got a metal detector, knew where to look. And lo and behold, he found it. I think his name is JT, um, and he lives upstate. He, he drove two miles to Brooklyn. And um, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. I did, I did not bury the card. Why would I bury that card? Because if it gets, if the weather gets to it, it's going to get hot. It's going to get cold. That card yeah. is going to get damaged. So I had the card myself. But what happens is the guy found the box that I buried, which was adorned in my which is he has right yeah. now. Yeah. Which is a little hint to what I was I'm about to the tell box you. It's, the box itself is a piece of art. I know. Oh yeah, the it box itself is literally it literally is. is. The box it's but the box itself is Gorgeous. is all decked out. Um so the box had a message inside it saying DM me immediately and I meet uh, and I met up with him. Like that's the note on the bottom. Um yeah. And then I gave him the key. We took like final video so I can conclude the the, the short film. And, you know, we planted the, the card back in. So when he opened it, it was there. And then he looked up and I was gone. So that's basically, you know, the conclusion of that of that part, that that treasure hunt. Um, and it's it's amazing that you brought it up because me and Donnie, Donnie has that box now because uh, we are really, really close to dropping a second one. And uh, he is, and I, I have been dropping clues on the internet for months and no one knows, no one knows. Um, and even if they kind of knew what, if they kind of know what it is, they can't figure it out until I start dropping, um, you know, like ciphers, nice. if you will. Nice. So, so my um, follow-up yeah. question is, when you met the guy, were you in a chunk outfit and did you swing on a rope yelling, hey, you guys? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that, was, that was me. Donnie was, Donnie was next to me doing baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. <laughs> Donnie was fucked. <laughs> no, and I followed so, that, uh, you know, I followed that whole uh, storyline and, and I don't want to say storyline, but the whole concept and it was awesome, man. It was awesome. It was, a, you know, and, and to see the, the gentleman finally find the box and then get that card. I mean, it, you know, obviously, like most movies, uh, there's a happy ending. And, and that gentleman got a really nice uh, Peter Lonzo card. And uh, you got a, a great story uh, out of it. And, uh, you know, uh, the box, uh, as we see, is in itself a uh, 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 artwork uh, as well, and so I hope we see that. I hope we see things like you, you kind of hinted uh, something along those lines again. I think it's 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 fun. Uh, it, it showcases uh, your originality, uh, and uh, someone gets something uh, for free for a little work. I, I you know, my grandfather uh, back in the days passed on was the the um, foreman of the New York city parks and rec. And I just think to myself, all them holes, <laughs> I'm surprised like the parks and rec to say, what's going on here? Why are we digging, uh, you know, we dig tearing New York up, but 
but it's all in good fun and 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 like I said, I I really enjoy and a lot of your stuff you do, uh, you know, car killers is, is, you know, you 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 I don't want to say you drag it out because it has a negative, but it, you you really you, you make a lot of like it's a kind it's a performance piece and it it, it all fits together uh, in the end and uh, it's fun to watch and follow along. It's almost like a show uh, in itself. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, I hope, uh, you know, you know, qu- I hope we we'll see more of that, you know, uh, and uh, you do a great job uh, with it. If you, you know, if you, if you don't follow, I don't know why not, but if for those listening that are have, don't follow a card killer on, on Instagram. I mean, he puts uh, stuff together that the talent is, is obvious there. Donnie B, uh, as well, I wanted to show while I'm while I'm raving about you. I have a couple of their pieces that they were were generous to me uh, to give. This is my guy, uh, Mark Messier. This is Card Killer's work, and you can just see the so aesthetics, yeah, with with this stuff. I mean, that and this stuff. There's a case. I don't know if you can see it. It's right here. I took him out of the case because we were doing the show today. But normally, these are in this acrylic case. These don't go to shows with me. Um, uh, they're not for sale. Uh, these guys uh, uh, did this for me. This is Donnie's uh, work, <laughs> and I and I got to be honest with you, this camera doesn't do. You got to see these things in person, pictures uh, on social media, and this camera doesn't do this stuff justice. I mean, it, it looks cool even out here, but it looks better uh, in person. And this is stuff. Um, you know, I thought about putting it in my showcase just to show it off and, and highlight, but I, I don't want anyone to like try to buy it. Uh, maybe I will bring it, uh, and just, uh, just, just the, the promo, uh, the crazy talent, uh, that both of these gentlemen uh, have, but, uh, I enjoy, I'm in this office every day at this desk and literally, uh, to my right here, I get to, to admire, uh, both of these cards uh, each and every day and the work and, and dedication and talent uh, that goes into to producing them and uh, uh, and all the stuff you, you guys do. It's just uh, uh, incredible. So, Brad, I, I, I've talked a lot, uh, as New Yorkers tend to do. You got what else you got? Well, again, I, the, so I have a question about and you may or may not remember, but Darth Mantle. I saw your 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 Instagram Darth Mantle, and I I get it, or at least I think I get it. You know, slaying the ball. He had a dark side of his personality that he didn't like to show everybody every once in a while. Um, he he, I mean, you could you could see the mirror. What made you put those two together? Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you exactly how the process of that stuff goes. It's just something that popped. It popped in. Um, you Bob know, Bichette. I had the, you know, Bob or, but yeah, Bob, yeah, yeah. There was there was sixty first exactly sixty fifth Street cards, right? He had put out Bobachet, and uh, I love the I love the concept. Um, you know, and I, you know, as as I was driving, I you know I thought of this mashup, and then you know a couple of days later, I was like, oh, but sixty fifth Street did it, so. Um, I'm still going to do it because I, you know, I think it's, it, it ties well in because, you know, you get to, it gets to, it still looks like mantle. It still looks mm-hmm. like Mick. Yeah. Um, but you know, you just put the, the Darth Maul uh, makeup on and, you know, he's holding a lightsaber, which makes sense. 
um, you know, and the and the horns are popping through the 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 the, the hat. So there's enough yeah. going on to ma- to make a, a legitimate mash. Um, so I think probably somewhere subconsciously, 65th Street was in my head um, because I had admired the mashup, and uh, I was like, you know, this this it, it, it you know the ideas that are are fun and really too like hard to ignore. Like I went home and I did I I pumped that out in two hours and I was like wow I got to I got to um I got to figure out um a a larger avenue maybe for this image just because it's fun and it's I love Star Wars and everything and I collect Star yes. Wars too like that's another show yes um, you did this you did this in pencil or charcoal or what that's yeah you know that's on a canvas board and you're not really supposed to use graphite. And all that was was for me to actually lay out the the lines so that I can do a color study because I was going to make a large painting of it. Um, but then I just started shading too much. And I was like, now I can't paint over this. So um, it's really not technically a traditional way of doing something because you don't really use graphite on on canvas because of the texture of the gra- of the of the canvas. Um, but anyway, you know, so I just dealt with it and. I, you know, I, I kind of used it as, as a finished piece and I posted it because I was just so anxious to get it out um, and then said, you know, maybe look forward to a, a large, large size painting to which I could probably make, you know, an addition, a series of, of cards with, which I don't know how much yeah. trouble I'm getting for. But that, that that's a, that's another question, because, yeah. you know, if I'm using like like images and, and then printing them and then making. Um, yeah. making copies and selling them that that is a, a realm I've never went into and people have to de- people have dealt with uh, cease and desists when it yeah, comes to doing that easy. process because yeah. they're selling they're selling um, copyrighted images but doing one of ones or you know uh, and stuff like that has never really gotten any trouble or any any attention you know even on the scale if, that I do them if we weren't able or like if it was a legal issue, we would both be in jail by now. <laughs> like, no, like, I, I just say, <laughs> I get out. Is, is it jail or a mental asylum? This guy, <laughs> mental asylum, uh, Arkham. But, Arkham but like, you know, it is Arkham. It is Arkham. <laughs> but um, to be honest with you, like, uh, there's multiple people that I know that have gotten hit with uh, cease and desist uh, from Upper Deck, from Tops. And uh, and all of the accounts that uh, like that have gotten these cease and desist have you know maybe less than a, th- a couple thousand followers. Like I have thirty. Like I, I hate to even keep saying the number, but I have a lot of I have a decent following, and uh, I do weekly auctions um, with different artist, different card artists selling one of ones that get decent coverage, man. Some of them get 20, 30 shares. Um, so you know the industry sees them, you know, whether they see all of them, who, who knows how many, but they they know about us. They see us. And, 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 and this, I want to segue into something I have on my list to cover today, uh, Donnie, you know, with, with cease and desist and, and them protecting their property, you know, it's come out recently, uh, a few artists, uh, not necessarily you guys, but people in the art world saying, hey, Tops or Panini has kind of lifted my artwork and used it on uh, a project they released or a downtown card uh, in Panini's uh, case and not, not number one, not paid me for my work or even asked me, hey, can we can we utilize 
what she did. So, you know, they're, they're worried about their, you know, their stuff, or, or, you know, being protected. Um, it's a two-way street when artists are having their work they got used. They got the lawyers, though, man. They, they're they they're already lawyered yeah, up. For I, stuff. I hear you. But I'm saying they're not squeaky clean. I guess what I'm oh, where I'm you. going with this, they're not. You know, it's a two-way street. Um, obviously, they have uh, more money to, to have those expensive lawyers on retainer. But, you know, I mean, you, you know, you, 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 you want people to follow the rules. You, you should follow them uh, yourself as, uh, as well. We've seen that. And, and, you know, sort of that's a, a knock on the card companies, too. Uh, one of the reasons I think, and this is just my, me talking here, my opinion, that card art exploded besides just the talent itself that got it there is you know the last 10 15 years of card design let's be real uh, i've been doing this i've been in the hobby a long time i've i've seen uh you know is is sort of been lacking almost been been lazy and then you guys are are taking that sort of boring mundane uh you know pieces and and showing where what heights they can actually go to uh with a little effort uh, in work and talent. And I think that's really why card art is, it's the people behind it that are, are, are taking that sort of lazy effort, if you will. And I, I don't want people are working hard at Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Leaf, whoever card company you want to insert there. I don't want to paint. They're, they're hey, listen, they're working hard to hit deadlines. They're not yeah. working. Hard yeah, with no, it's a good. It's that's that's exactly the, probably the perfect way to say it. The, the, but the the ingenuity, the 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 imagination has sort of suffered, and you guys have said, "Hey, well, you know, we don't have a deadline. We we set our own deadlines. We're just going to make some some really uh, amazing stuff." And I think the you know I think the project 2020, uh, project 70, with some of the the stuff Panini's done with like downtowns and kaboom has come from those examples uh, that you guys have have set and other artists. And uh, you know, to me, it's like give those guys credit instead of maybe trying to lift their work, uh, kind of in a subtle sort of way, hire them, or if not, hire yeah. them as a full time yeah. employee. Hire them to design the cards. Yeah, you can work. You can work okay. from home and 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 give them card designs and paid for your services. Yeah, uh, and hopefully, in you know, if that's something you want to do, I'm. I don't want to. I'm not trying to be your agent or or anything like that. You, but yeah. I mean, you know, if if I'm a card company and I see people like doing cards, I'd love to pull out of a pack or that. You know, I'm I'm trying to find that guy and say, hey, what do we got to do so we can we can get that kind of of work into into for I people think, to enjoy it. I th I think uh, for for work like Card Killers and mine, I think I think it would be really cool to throw in some redemptions into some packs. Yeah, yeah I'd love yeah. to see it. I I you hit it right on the head, Donnie B. Some redemption. They could do this stuff. It, I mean. They got enough staff to, to find these people like yourself and say, hey, let's let's collaborate on something here. I mean, yeah. that's really, in a sense, what Tops did with the 2020 project and hiring yeah. those artists. And then they went and hired more uh, artists in, in the Project oh, yeah. 70. That's had its bumps in the road and, and stuff, too. That's a, 
uh, a whole nother show in itself. We won't hey, go John, there. But John, hey, John, listen, man. I uh, uh, sorry to cut in, but um, yeah, I, go ahead. Um, if you, I really don't know how long it took them to put together uh, Tops Project Twenty Twenty. Uh, you know, it's twenty artists, twenty cards. Pretty, pretty unique uh, project for sure. But if you want to um, rewind the clock and look at the timelines of when Card Killer and I started auctioning off his card art, uh, we started a few months before Tob's Project 2020 was even uh, in the conversation. Yeah. And I'm not here to say that we birthed Tob's Project 2020, but the, just throughout the, the last couple of years, uh, you know, there's definitely been quite a few um you know like eerie coincidences if you will no i believe you're preaching to the choir daddy that's why i brought it up because i do believe that stuff happens but now let's not let's be fair too and not just pick on tops no, panini, uh, well, i'm listen, actually listen, fine panini listen. with the kabooms and and the, the downtowns though that is listen to this man and like i said i can't i can i can't claim this idea was thought up by us or whatever but what is what was like the biggest talk of the town for uh, National Treasure this year? What's that? The Jason the, the Jason Alexander uh, relic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 The Yankee. I, I was auctioning off a fucking Jason Alexander autograph card art piece a couple months before yeah. that. Uh, yeah, you're was. right. You're right. I, I just slipped my mind. I'm old. So, you, you know, I don't remember. Yeah, that whatever. I'm older than you are. Stop <laughs> that. Yeah, by like a month. But, <laughs> but no, I, I think a lot of that goes on, uh, Donnie. And I mean, listen, Jason Alexander, that's, that's a fucking random, that's a random name to throw in. And like, that's, that's quite coincidental. I must say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think a lot of that goes on. It's probably stuff we don't even we can't see everything. I think it happens more than we even realize. Those are things we realize. I think it happens even even more things a little more low key uh, even than that that that's going on. And uh, you know, if you're gonna do that, like just hire the person or incorporate them in there, or you know, uh, compensate them for their ideas and their work. Uh, uh, these 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 companies are making quite a bit of money. It's not a big deal. Um, it, to me, it's just, they, they're trying to get something uh, without, uh, you know, uh, you know, without having to pay the freight, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a guy that uh, I, I believe that if you put in the work and you, and your work gets used uh, or, or, you know, sort of lifted or, or you should be compensated uh, for your time that you put into uh, creating that piece or idea. Uh, it's not even just the artwork, but even the idea and the premise uh, behind it. So we got a question uh, from DR uh, in chat. It's a good question. What do you guys think about the future of designing and printing cards at home? And I think it's a great question uh, with the pandemic. I think this is something uh, companies can do. The problem is, you know, with the, the most of these card companies, uh, the cards are produced separate from, you know, corporate headquarters. They don't, they're not produced on site. They're produced in places like Carter Mundy and, and other places. A lot of people don't realize 
that uh, I don't know about now with, with the pandemic, but Tops and Panini cards are actually produced literally in the same building. Obviously not at the same time, but in the it's same building. It, it's I always thought that was weird. You know, it would be like Burger King, McDonald's using the same oven uh, to, you know, to, to, to cook cook the food. It just, to me, it's sort of unheard of. If I'm, yeah, I'm tops if I'm it's, tops it's, or panini, I want my own established uh, factory or printing. Uh, and I'd probably want it closer to where I am to, to be a little more hands-on QC and stuff. Uh, what you guys are doing is, is at, is at home, but I, you know, uh, you know, as far as, you know, I mean, you, there's a lot of production, um, but what they could have, and I don't know what the card designers that they have that they're already hired. I don't know if they're, I'm sure some of them are working, uh, at home as well, especially uh, during COVID, uh, times, but, uh, but why not? It's what kind of where I was going with is like, if I see an artist and I like what he's doing with cards and I'm a card company, why wouldn't I reach out to him and say, Hey, I want you to design some of what we're doing here. I want you to be part of what, you know, and come to some sort of comp, you know, payment agreement or hire you outright, just period hire you. Uh, or if not, if you say, Hey, I don't want, I don't really, I kind of like being my own boss. I don't really want to work for you, Panini or tops or protect. But, you know, here's the concept. If you want to buy this concept or buy this design, let's, you know, let's talk terms there. I, I think it'd be silly not to to do that. Why not? You know, they really they only got a couple years, and then there's going to be fanatics uh, most likely making those uh, kind of decisions. And who knows uh, what they're going to do. They're, uh, they're going to be a direct-to-consumer uh, type company. We don't know whether they're going to try to buy a Topps Panini or someone else that remains to be seen. Uh, but, you know, again, I'm, I, and I'm not trying to besmirch people who are, are working. Uh, you know, everyone has different levels, but as someone been in the hobby the last 10 or 20 years, if you ask a lot of hobbyists other than customer service, which is a hot button topic, uh, take that off the table what's your biggest complaint with the card companies? And I think the next thing you're going to hear is the designs are boring or, or unimaginative. And so why not get some creative people that are already doing great things and just use what they're doing. And, 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 you know, obviously you don't have to use what they've already done, but use that creativity and say, Hey, design something for us. We love what you're doing with your work. Uh, you know, work you know we want you to design donors cards we want you to design tops whatever i'm just i know i keep using them too because right now they're the, the, the two biggest ones um you know and and why not try to put out the best product but you know some some will argue that's probably why they lost the licensing not the money talks too let's be real uh but uh you know, I think they got a little bit lazy, you know, sat on their hands a little bit, knowing that hobbyists were just going to buy pretty much anything uh, put out there because the, uh, their tops and Panini and, and, and other brands. And uh, uh, where to me, I want to put out I want I want to put out a product that says, look at what we're doing in relation to the competition. And uh, we're we're 
we're ahead of them as far as design and technology and, and uh, you know, artistic uh, creativity. That sells itself. And so you have to pay for it a little bit. You'll, you'll get it in spades when you release the product. And, um, you know, I don't know why we see more. The, another comment here, uh, I feel like there could be some technological advancement for an at-home printing machine with cardstock and ink and software design uh, programs we're, like we're, HP. We got uh, we got artists like my buddy Loyal Luke, who's literally printing his own refractor cards, man. Um, I yeah, think I got awesome. one. Yeah, I got one behind me, dude. That really awesome. Look at this, man. He's printing these at home. Oh wow. It's really hard to capture it, but yeah, I seen and I yeah, seen that you on your. I think I saw you post that. Yep. Yeah. And that's the yeah. that's the thing. If someone can do that, and I know that there's talent. I don't want to make it like it's anyone can do it. But if someone is doing that at home, an, an artistic talented person, uh, a company can, if they wanted to, if they wanted to invest the time and the funds and allocate the 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 effort, they could they could produce those cards. Uh, if that's paying someone to, to do it or, or get that ball rolling and I, why they don't, it's a great question uh, from DR. I, I, I mean, I, my answer is I think they're just they're sort of, they know their product's going to sell and they're trying to make it at the cheapest level and, and get the heart, you know, the biggest ROI. I get it and I don't get it uh, at, at the same time. You know, one thing I wanted to ask you too, guys, um, I'm in full disclosure. If you've ever heard me on my show, uh, you know, NFTs are a big, huge thing. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of NFTs. I'm old school. I'm the old man on the porch to me. Like if I can't hold this stuff, uh, in my hands, like yours, like your work or, or other stuff to me, it's not real. You either have it or you don't, you know, and NFTs have like just, um, they're doing great whether i like them or not uh, people love them other people it's, it's they, the cryptocurrency of card art yeah you know? what are your thoughts as someone in that space is it do you like it you don't like it what would you like to see is it something you know you know i'm talking nft now there's some nfts guys that have something tangible attached to them an experience or you can get something from it. The NFTs I don't like that are literally a picture on my phone or uh, a, a computer. And that's to me, that's not real. I can go to Google and steal all of uh, card killers uh, cards, uh, you know, which I, I but I'm saying it doesn't beat having the actual card in, <laughs> in, your, you know, that's not the same thing. And so for me, NFTs, unless there's something tangible to it, I'm just not interested in it. And yeah. these things are selling for uh, crazy money. I don't know how someone on the back end is going to be like holding the bag when the music stops. I, I, well, that's hopefully, how I that's the thing. hopefully it's the artist. That's how it's designed with every time it's uh, bought and sold, every, any transaction through the blockchain, the artist gets uh, revenue from it, whatever you know, whatever it may be, 5%, 10 whatever it's set up to be. Um, as far as me and my art goes, I'm cool off of it. You know, like I, I, I would much rather produce handheld things that you could, you know, really tang tangibilize, if that's the word, 
and uh, it is know, now. It sure is now, yeah. Uh, and to be able to enjoy it, just like you said, I mean, even looking at a picture, it's it's hard to you know to really understand. Yeah, if you see that same piece and that short in person, it hold it up to the camera doesn't do that piece justice. It still looks great, but it just looks that much better uh, in person. So I you mean, know? I uh, I mean I don't per, I personally don't even uh, prefer to make prints. I really do get a kick out of the the one of one concept of you know here's this piece someone uh, someone own it someone love the heck out of it you're the one you know um and, so and, well if you think everything it, we uh, talked about your work we talked about some of the other artists work you pulled it out from behind you donnie some of the other artists work and and showed they had that in your hand there's something to that i don't care what anyone says having the actual pieces of of art someone's hard work and dedication in your hand yeah, uh, something to be said about having a, a digital copy of something. You know, I can't drive a digital car to work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, unless you work from home, then I guess you can. Well, but, apparently, uh, apparently, you can race a digital horse. That's a, that's big, you say. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm I'm you know I was born in 1972. To me, either you know, it's you either have it in your hand or you don't have it. I I I I know it's it's I'm making it for every black and white cut and dry but that's how that's how i i that's i'm a product of my environment as they say and that's how it'll always be to me just that you know cutting uh you know even a cutting a picture i was gonna say cutting a picture out of magazines not the actual thing well even that's at least tangible but having like a just a digital picture or something on your phone uh picture i don't know that for me it doesn't it doesn't get my juices flowing at all that doesn't move my meter enough to to do it or buy it or spend money on it it's a huge thing let's give credit where credit's due it just i just don't get the whole concept i, I want to have you know the the art if i buy I, i'm i can't afford it but if i bought you know a monet painting i want the actual painting on the wall not a digital copy that i say hey, look what's on my phone i got a monet right you know so uh, that's me. Uh, I know I don't speak for everybody, but I just I wanted to ask you guys, you know what you know what you thought as someone who produces actual, uh, you know, works of art. So, so to finalize to finalize my thought, as far as my art goes, I'm I, I could do without it. Uh, I have no interest in doing it. Um, yeah. If if I could go back in time, I would love to have done a, a fair amount of research. And actually do some investing in it, um, <laughs> yeah. you know. Because it, it, you know, why why should all these other people be uh, getting fat and happy off of it when it's something that we probably could have easily done uh, with the right timing? But yeah, just like I, as far as my art goes, I'm very happy to call it physical and one of a kind for sure. Yeah, for but me, car killer. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, my knee-jerk reaction was much like yours, John. Um, you know, I, I, I you know, a digital work has been traded over the Internet for decades for free. Um, so what's the difference? Uh, and then, you know, I, I read a bunch of articles about it and I started to understand the application of it being um, a digital asset in a metaverse, which is only growing by the day. Um, 
you know, there's going to be you're, you can buy digital real estate. And when I put on my Oculus, I can go visit my friend's digital home. And if he has a digital painting on the wall, that's his. That's his now, you know, and then we know it's not a copy. So um, the more we become like technology advanced, if you would, but uh, also like technology bound, um, the more this digital world is is going to exist. Uh, the, the only thing that with NFTs is, is that it, it gives the opportunity for such instant dilution that you you know you, you're scrambling when you hear about it. It's, it, it's almost like when you hear about it, it's it, you you already missed the boat because um, you know now everybody and their mother has um, you know uh, uh, you know like an Ethereum wallet. Maybe not their mothers, but like um, and people have <laughs> no, they do too. Uh, they do they too. Can. They can. But- you know what I mean? Like they, you know, everybody is going to start building this digital world and, and it's still kind of in, in the early stages, but um, I, for me, I love the, 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 there being a physical representation of a digital product there. So that, you know, that there's something to attach it to. That's just not a picture of an ape or something like that. You know um, uh, you know, I, I think the more, you know, we see time go, we see like the more like 99% of it is just going to be in like some kind of digital wasteland. You know, there's not, there's not going to be any reason for it. And, you know, it's going to, the more expensive ones are going to be a, the first ones or the, or the, the popular people who put them out, you know, regardless of what it is. Um, So it just becomes as fickle as the art world is as fickle as businesses. You know, the second you put water, uh, blood in the water, sharks are going to come. So, Things, you know, are, are boiling over so damn quickly that it, it really is going to come down to, um, you know, what what is the NFT worth physically, you know, in, in this in this real in the real world? And then what is it worth in the digital world? Um, it's it's inevitable, guys. I mean, it's 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 already here. It's just a matter of yeah. every business is going to incorporate it in one way or another. And some of it's art, some of it's not. But an art was an easy way for people to start thinking money is going to just fall from the sky. And that quickly probably already has dissolved. Like if I I'm actually in the process of working with someone to create digital assets, um, yeah. I, you know, I'm still in the early stages, but I want to find a way to um, make it connect, make it work with my art. And just like I told the story about the the treasure hunt and how that works with my art, I'm going to have to figure out a way to do it digitally that sets me apart from everybody else, just like I try to do with everything. Um, So it it can't just be like John says, you know, this this picture on your phone that like like a clip of someone making a slam dunk. I mean, you you know, how many people have seen it? Like, do you want to see that NFT that anybody owns? Not really. I've seen it on ESPN. So I, I'm I'm shocked I'm shocked Card Killer like how these things have been received I, I I'm surprised they're you know they're as popular as they are you know but uh, Dr's got another comment I want to put because they kind of I feel the same way I feel like the metaverse will be like the movie Inception we will never know what cards we actually own or if it's all a dream and I'm yeah, just gonna I, say I, I'm gonna, if I'm, I'm in the metaverse. If what I'm in the metaverse, I better have some kind of superpowers. <laughs> like if I'm gonna be in the metaverse, I just don't want to be like regular John. I gotta have I don't know what kind of superpowers I'm gonna get from being in the metaverse, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely get incorporating uh, something. Maybe I'll be able to like 
be artistic in the metaverse where I'm not in the real world. <laughs> your your power is going to be able to take a PSA nine and turn it into a PSA ten. That's that's what <laughs> yeah. you're going to be able to do. Yeah, I was thinking I'll more listen, along the lines of I'll a take, I'll, take it, I'll take it. I'm not beggars. <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. I'll I'll take it, card killer. The modern yeah, day I, water the wine. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Again, I, and again, I, I, I'm going to be the old man on the porch here, I guess, if so be it. But to me, like, it's either real or, or you either have it or you don't. Like, for example, what I said, I can't draw to save my life. I don't have that talent. You guys do. It's pretty cut and dry. Like, there's no in between there. There's no gray area. Like, uh, and, and that's how I feel with these. You either own, you either have something uh, you own it, either you bought it or someone gave it to you and it's yours or you don't have it. Like I, I, I just, and the money that some of these things going for, and we've, you know, I don't want to make this the top shot, but there's, there's stories now that people can't get their funds out of their wallets and uh, they're wondering if it's really on the up and up. And uh, you know, the, their CEO made some disparaging comments. Just it's sort of a train wreck. I I, I never got into it. I, I probably never will. It's just it's hard enough keeping up with the real stuff. I, I don't want to muddy the waters with for me with stuff that's not tangible. And um, but people people flock to it. I think you know, like Donnie said with crypto, and people are looking for it's everyone's looking for that next big thing, and they want to get in on the ground level. And, and, and I think you guys made a good point. Like those, that's, if you get in early, I think you're, you're okay. But once that bus leaves the station, it's, it's too late. Uh, and you you know, you try to jump on it, you're just going to get a face full of, of fumes. And, uh, you know, me, I'm just like, I, I'm, I just simplified it to the point, like you either have it or, or you don't. And, uh, I just make it, uh, uh, simpler for me, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Brad, I, uh, you got you got something else you wanted to cover? Yeah, I, and, you know, and I'd ask Card Killer a couple questions. I want to ask Donnie B, you know, the, the, the Marvel art that you do. I mean, that's that's the stuff that when, when I was looking just really tripped me out. Why stay with Marvel? Why haven't you moved into – or have you moved into D.C. and I just haven't seen it yet? Or are you just a Marvel kid? Man, there's a there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason to that specific question. I just happened to get my paws on a, a, a solid stack of uh, Marvel cards, and I started off being very resourceful. Man, I, I started off uh, really wanting to utilize what I had on my physical person. I mean, I have thousands of base cards man i know we all do like i have an obscene amount of base cards and, and all these cards that you know would be more trouble than it's worth to sell but i can do this with it i can do that with it um but yeah i just had a uh i i happened to come across some cool i, I you know what to be honest with you i think it might have started off with a commission. I think I had a, a Spider-Man commission, and I, dude, I'm nuts, man. I ordered a uh, a cup, two different uh, original 1990 Marvel Spider-Mans, and I ended up cutting them up, and I use them both for uh, 
for commissions, uh, two separate commissions. And both both of those cards now, like in PSA 10, are like $1,000 cards. You know, <laughs> idiot, man. And I, I know one of them for a fact was in real good shape. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, come to find out there's like, you know, uh, 1991 and, and then 1992 sets that are, you know, not quite as valuable, easier to get your hands on, uh, still relatively cool to, to look at and whatnot. And uh, so I really like when starting a new project, you know, I have a few different boxes set aside of cards that I put in there that, that at least spoke to me and a little bit of, of enough of a whisper to put them in that box so that when I go back through it later, um, you know, boom, I'll, I'll pick what kind of jumps out at me. And a lot, you know, I really try to go with nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I have nothing against DC comics. I just, I don't have any DC comic cards, you know, like they, they've never really fell, fell on my lap. No one's ever, really um asked for a commission of them or anything like that so there's definitely no anti i'd love to make some dc comic cards um the the one uh the one bit of nostalgia that i'm really uh bringing uh home to the market right now is i bought a set of simpsons cards made yeah. by uh i think his name is coos cards yeah at e-o-u-s uh s cards and um man oh that is too cool so maybe maybe uh maybe 30 minutes before we started this podcast um this pair actually sold man i sold this pair of uh i can't get them both the same one um very yeah, can, cool yeah, the griffey jr very yeah. cool griffey, that is awesome griffey and homer we we got the set the pair sold for uh 350 bucks, man. That's awesome. That is so, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped on that. And, um, and and the set came with, I want to say, like, maybe eight or nine, ten different cards. And this is this is the one, this is the most recent one that I made. This is a old Montgomery. Oh, cool. Very, very, very cool. Man, Burns. Incorporated a little part of the dollar bill into it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny, man. Like at one point, I was really considering just trying to uh, buck out the whole set and try to sell it as a set. Mm -hmm. And what's funny, man, is with the interest that I got, that I've been getting from it, I probably could do that and 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 sell the set as a set. Because the most, I mean, the, the first few people that inquired about it, they didn't inquire about getting one of the cards. They inquired about getting all the ones that I had made so far and potentially the rest of them. So, um, you know, and, and it's it, it kind of started with the fact that I, um, I'm i going to be getting a booth with a buddy, uh, Sharkbait Cards, uh, Custom Cards, who, uh, let's see. I have his art somewhere. Um, but anyway, um, he, he lives in Fresno, and he, uh, he he's he's getting his uh, for the second time a booth 
at a, a pretty cool card show in Fresno. And so he, he and I are going to um, double up. We're going to each have a booth and combine them, combine forces. And um, I needed to, I needed to create inventory. And that's one of the, the things that led me to um, investing in the Simpsons set. Yeah. You know, I, mean, um, I, I see things in a very kind of black and white, uh, you know, way. Like I see the Simpsons set, uh, you know, Simpsons, Simpsons card set. I got it from Coos Cards for, I think it's like 40 bucks. It, and like I said, man, I, I just turned it into, you know, a few a few bucks more than that with, um, you know, a decent amount of elbow grease and 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 really beyond the time that that I put into this piece, what it is is the thousands of hours of time that I put into all the pieces before it, that to where that allows me to be able to make a piece that looks like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And something you said too, Donnie, which you, which I I know with, with you know, guys in the Carter world, you guys have a, sort of like a fraternity for the most part. I don't want to say everybody, but a good percentage of you all kind of help each other out, uh, communicate, get along. I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, but I think as a general rule of thumb, you guys will collaborate, help each other out, promote each other. Even during this this uh, you know podcast, you're 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 you know. Uh, donning your hat to to other people doing great things as well and, and highlighting their work and uh, that's refreshing to see not a lot of industries uh, work uh, along those lines or, or levels like a lot of a lot of folks could take a page uh, out of what your guys are doing uh, together uh, and uh, that fraternity and uh, you know uh, kind of helping each other out sort of the brother and sisterhood if you will and uh, people in the card hobby uh, should take uh, take a little uh, note of that uh, too but uh, it's good to see i mean and, and and like you said you you know simpsons are i mean arguably one of the best sitcoms in the history of television longest and, running. Uh, yeah longest yeah. Long running animated yeah and and then to make you know one of in a sense one of one pieces and works of art uh, out of something that's already popular you've you've made something that's great even better and that's not easy uh easier said than done uh so uh you know kudos to, to all you guys uh doing that kind of stuff uh i wish i had even uh an ounce of of that sort of uh, uh imagination and, and talent but unfortunately uh i don't you guys uh we're coming down the home stretch i wanted to you know you guys do your own podcast uh, uh as well uh you too and, and peter pacman it's called outside uh the wax you guys are all busy i don't know how you, you you're usually about one a month you release um uh, for the most part i don't know how you do it <laughs> what you yeah, say yeah. it's gonna yeah, be a little I mean, sure but but what i mean <laughs> man that was awkward as shit um yeah i mean we, our our goal has definitely been to try to get two out a month but yeah. like you said man you're, you're talking about three very busy individuals and yeah. not not even just with the hobby i mean peter yeah. packman is a freaking uh student dean at a school yeah. for, you know at, at, a, at a youth school uh you know kk over here is in, in a in a band that meets yeah. all the time 
he has, you know, a, a restoration job that he is, you know, basically full timing. Um, I work at a, at a comedy club serving tables as well as making my own card art as well as running four different pages. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's not always the easiest task uh, to, to get us all in the same spot at the same time. I mean, you know, Pete works at a school. He works days. I work at a comedy club. I work nights and weekends. <laughs> Literally the opposite. Um, but uh, the 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 last thing that I want to touch on, um, some that that I, I guess kind of um, you know gets me hyped on the whole situation. Uh, you know, we just like you said earlier, we definitely have done a fair amount of philanthropical work, and. I, I want to speak on the 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 project that has meant the most to me and in an unexpected way. Um, I mean, first off, I'm 31. I'll be 32 years old in uh, like a week and a half. And I've never had a, a car. I've never had a license, never driven a car, uh, never driven a car legally. Um, there's a there's a distinguishing thing between that. <laughs> I got arrested for driving without a license, so uh, <laughs> statistically proven, I have driven a car. Um, but yeah, not legally. Um, that was a long, long time ago. But um, that being said, man, uh, a very good uh, friend of ours and a uh, member of the space, uh, his name is Chris Zupan, also known as Blender of Zombie. And this dude's been making card art for, you know, a, as probably as long as I have, you know, like a year and a half. Uh, and ha has been, I mean, talk about consistent. Like that dude's making like two pieces a day, <laughs> every day hmm. for, you know, a year and a half. I and He numbers the pieces. I think he's made like four or 500 pieces. Like he's, you know, he's wow. really, and they're all like really good. Like the dude's no slouch. And, um, uh, talk about generous like probably his first hundred pieces if someone inquired about buying them he would just send it to him like yeah. he's got a heart of gold and uh i think this probably happened maybe like a couple months before national so maybe like march or something um his his uh his fiance's car got stolen while wow. she was at, while she was at work on her day off, like covering for a friend of hers, goes into work reluctantly, gets her car stolen. And, um, oh, look at that. Yeah, that's Blender of Zombies. I mean, come on, dude. Drippy Rookie. Like, that thing, that thing is dope. It <laughs> is. It is. Seriously. And so, yeah, real quick. And so, um, man, my, my man was torn up about getting this car stolen. Uh, and like I said, you're talking about a dude with a heart of gold, a dude that's, you know, giving away the hundreds, if not thousands of dollars worth. I mean, I, I guarantee he didn't charge uh, KK for that piece, you know, like for, for like the first like hundred pieces, man, he's just sending them out no matter who you were. Um, and so when he got when they got that that mis misfortune happened to them and um, man, he. <laughs> He, he, he sent out some posts that just kind of broke my heart about, you know, if I, it, kind of kind of those drunk posts that like you delete like the next day, but you, but like you put up because you're so frustrated. Um, 
and it just broke my heart, man, to, to see the uh, you know them going through this when it, it just didn't it it shouldn't have happened to them. You know, there's there's many people that uh, should have gotten their car stolen before they got their stolen, and um and, and instantly I knew that I had to do something. I didn't. I, I had no idea what. I mean, like I said, I. I don't even have a car myself. I can't just give him a car. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do have a hell of a platform that I put countless hours into. And, uh, you know, Card Killer and I have come up with, I mean, basically, it, it, he came up with um, an idea called Mayhem Breaks, where we literally take, you know, boxes or packs or whatever of, of packs of cards and drill holes into them and then, um, you know, do a little break. And then at the end of it, you know, people pick their cards and uh, we, we started doing add-ons. Like if you wanted to pay an extra whatever amount of money, you could get um, embellishments. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that is that nice almost word. looks 3D. I, kinda, I went like this. <laughs> it looks like you enjoyed that way too much. <laughs> so this, this right here actually came in the mail today, and this was my piece that uh, Blender Zombie ended up embellishing for me um, for, you know, for kind of hosting that project and whatever. And... Um, so within, I mean, less than a month and a half's worth of time, we literally bought our buddy a new car that was valued more than the car that they got stolen from them. That's awesome. Yep, that is awesome. That is, that is awesome. That's, that's, you know, what yeah. I, What can you say? I mean, just, again, the goal, I, I alluded to already, you guys kind of helping everyone out. You guys, listen – that's a card artist card, but you are you're helping out people not in the card art work. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's like that's clear. like the only philanthropical work that that we've done that's in the the yeah. hobby. I mean, yeah. most of the time we're 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 talking about uh, funding children's cancer research yeah. and uh, all all sorts of really really just causes. Um, yeah. But that one just that one just meant a lot to me because I I know who it impacted. Um, it really, it, I mean, I don't want to put words into the, to the dude's mouth, but it really felt like we helped restore his faith. Yeah. Like, you know what well, I'm when saying? something like that happens, you know, you, you sometimes lose faith in, in humanity. We hear a lot of those stories going on uh, in the world. Uh, we could do a whole show just on that. If, if that's the, the, you know, the direction we wanted to go in and those, you know, we don't hear enough about, that kind of stuff, what you guys did. And, and it, it happens, it's happening more than we hear, but you know, it's not, that doesn't get as much ratings as the train wreck stories and the, the negative stuff. And so uh, it's good to see that stuff uh, goes on again. You guys, you know, you, you have that, those bonds, that fraternity. Uh, it's, it's awesome to hear. Like I, I mean, said, that, you're not, that, that's the kind of, that's the kind of stuff that it's built on, you know, like, yeah, now that you, you kind of get a, like an insider scoop on it, it's not just um, a, a group of like-minded people that like to cut up cards, like people that have really kind of shown up for each other in uh, unique times of, of need. I mean, I, there was, there's people that, that were a part of that, 
that I, I, I bet even had doubts like, oh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll buy a spot. Hopefully the money goes to the right place um, type of thing. Yeah. But at the end of it, you know, you see our buddy with a new car talking about it's the best car that he's ever had. And um, it's, I mean, we, I think we, John, I'm, I was going to say that John, John has always said it best now that the hobby is the people. I mean, I was the, just uh, trying to wait for the same, for the right spot to say that. I like, I like, I like when other people, I like, I'll say it, but I, I enjoy it more. If someone <laughs> up. But it, it's true, right? It really, it really is. the. You know, I, I get the asked every once in a while, you know, I get asked if I'm on someone else's show, it, it might come up in the, the host will say, John, I, I love the hobbies of people. Tell the story behind that. And it's boring. There really is no story. It just, it just thought I've done this almost 40 years. And it just, I think about of all the people I've met along the way, I probably wouldn't be here. I, there's certain people I wouldn't be where I am without them. And so it just, if there's no magic story, there's nothing too exciting. It just popped in my head that, you know, the hobby is the cards, the art. I, I understand that without that, we wouldn't be here either, but it's the people without, without people who enjoy those things and create those things, uh, there would be no hobby. So that's, that's where that tagline came from. It's not really an exciting way I came up with it, but kind of succinct and to the point and uh, really sort of hits home. And I wish it was more exotic story behind it, but that's really that's really it. It doesn't it, it doesn't always have to be that way. Sometimes yeah. it's, it's simple notion like that, and and something as simple and and elegant as to put it that way, you know, makes it easy to explain so much with with yeah. one sentence. Um, yeah. I see you, you know, talking to people all the time, John, and and I saw you at national, and it. Like I was up to you and I, you know, it was, it was like we were friends already. It's like because I had been listening to you for a year and a half and, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm sitting there listening to your podcast and answering the questions that you're you're giving everybody else. And then you call me and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I like it. It's crazy. <laughs> so, so like I come to you. I I, I, it's almost like we're friends. But like, you know, when we say well, we are people, friends, I like no, I don't, we, have to, we are. And um. The thing is that, like, when you say, um, you know, it came from a simple place, but you've spent years building, you know, um, like a, a like a novel or an encyclopedia behind that that sentence. So, like, yeah. now when someone asks you, what does it mean? I mean, you could, I mean, you you probably have a thousand stories. So, like, it's yeah, almost which like is why that's why I have so many episodes and they're so long. I'm I'm actually <laughs> yeah. going to be cutting them. Uh, I'm changing the format around on the two shows. So they both should clock in under under an hour. Actually, Brad is yeah. privy to what I'm doing. I've, I've talked to him about it. So I think it's That's more right. consumable if I can keep it to under an hour uh, with Sports Carnation and Hobby Quick Hits. And so, but it it you know I do two episodes, uh, one each of those every every week. And so, like you said, uh, Car Killer, that's the stories. I have plenty. I've never, you know, I'm old, so I never run out of things to really talk about. I actually forget stuff. I have, you know, the older I'm getting, I have to write stuff down more than I ever have uh, before. Or I'll walk into a room to do something and I get in the room and forget what I came in there. I have to run out, then remember, <laughs> and then run back in before I get forget a second time. So that's what uh, getting old uh, uh, gets you. 
But oh, one thing, you aren't, oh, wait, you wait, aren't wait. hiring people. There you, you go. There's okay. you know, Brody the Kid shirt. Yeah. Uh, let's peel the onion back just to so so John and I talk a lot off off air, and we'll be we'll be sitting there talking, and he'll go into a story, and I swear I'm listening to his podcast at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the you know that's the thing. Like I don't have a stick. Like I might tell bad jokes and try to be funny. But it's not a. That's really like I'll do that in person, or I'll do it with the mic on. It's not really any different. And I, you know, I, I think people appreciate that. Like, there's no phoniness to it. Like, you may not agree or like everything I say necessarily all the time, but one thing uh, everyone should be able to say is like, you know, John's a straight shooter, and he call, you know, he he calls it like he sees it. He gives me his honest opinion his honest uh, uh, assessment and uh, you know uh, and, and that's what it's about Herman's watching and you know here's a comment from him speaking of hobbies of people I got a couple PWE racks from some friends uh, of the hobby today and that's you know that's what it's that's Love what it. it's about Love that's it. what it's about and and it's the one thing I you know someone asked me like what's my favorite thing about the hobby it's this stuff we did tonight you know talking about what we do, what we enjoy, our talents, what you know, uh, you you have more than I do, but I, I enjoy talking about yours and, and getting that uh word out there to maybe someone who doesn't know the few people that are left, and and that's that's what it's about. Something that that crossed my mind in this conversation tonight, guys, too, is you know, we have the national uh once a year for a week, which is the, the big, as we all know, the big card convention. And, and just thinking how guy how you your card artists have sort of have that bond fraternity in your clothes, has there been any discussion about a uh, in a sense a card art national an event mm. just with card artists and what they do and highlighting that? That'd be cool. That'd be Donnie. cool. I mean, <laughs> not quite yet. Um, I mean. Uh, the, it, it's really being shaped and formed as we speak. You know, uh, I have no idea what the climate would look like. I mean, not even to to toot me and Card Killer's own horns, but I, I'm curious to know what the climate would look like if we never made the sports card art gallery, or you know, if I never got into card art and 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 started posting a couple of different pieces every day for a year at a time. So thousands of people could see it. Um, I've never claimed to be the first card artist in the world. Uh, card killer started way before I did uh, in general. Yeah, but I don't think, and not to cut you, I don't think it's who's first or second yeah. or, or third. It's the work. It's the work itself and the time and dedication and talent. I think that. Yeah. That that there's no pension plan, like I say, even in in the regular cards, you know whether as the first podcast or the, the fourth or whatever number it is, it's, it's, you know, we're here, we're sharing uh, our, our passion for what we enjoy. And uh, I don't, I don't think it's, I was here first and, and I don't think you guys do that. And, you know, like I said, you promote, I love to see you do like a card art national where like, I don't want to see regular boring sometimes cards. I want to see guys like you, you know, Donnie, and you guys, this is not a comedy show. Uh, you know, he wants to, to, to uh, 
incorporate that. What were you saying? So, hey, hey John. So, it's open mic night on Thursday nights at the at the. So, um, yeah, one thing that I am looking to start up, uh, not quite that, uh, but. One thing that I do want to, to, to start is a live event. Uh, I mean, I am very in tune with the, uh, the local stand-up comedy scene in San Francisco. And um, I would really love to make a live event that's half comedy and then get uh, RPS involved, Peter Pacman, Javed, uh, Slabby, and uh, – and, do a half comedy, half hip hop show. And then after that, like whatever hour, hour and a half, then boom, right into a two or three hour, uh, uh, hobby trade night right afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's, you got your entertainment I mean, and you got like, your trades. Yeah. yeah. Well, let, listen, that's a start, but I, I like to think even bigger, you know, we have the national, right? Uh, I'm I'm really promoting this because I want to see it. Well, um, there you go. It's your idea, John. Run with it. It's well, all listen, yours. I, I'll <laughs> help. I'd help. I can't do it by myself. <laughs> what is open for mouth first? But I mean, you, this, this, you guys are all over the country. You know, uh, car killers obviously in on East Coast in New York. You're on the West Coast. There's everyone in between. Uh, you know, even if it's a three to four day event. Century low, you know, somewhere central. I mean, you guys uh, know each other. A lot of you know each other online. Some of you've met in real life, but it'd be a great yeah. event to actually meet uh, in person. You're talking about a hundred, like a hundred card artists. Like there, there's a, there's 10 billion, uh, there's 10 billion hobby enthusiasts that combine to make a national. You can't make a national based off a hundred people, brother. Well, a small, a, 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 scaled, a scaled down version, if you will. I'm not saying it's got to be. I'm saying it's possible. I think John can make it happen. Uh, I'd love to make it happen. Listen, I love, I love to make it. I, I love to see it. I'd love to attend something like that. More Just, realistically, I think card art should have its own little sector in the actual national. No, that, that too. Be, yeah, that, that too. That too. That's that a that's work. a great point. And I'm going to tell you something. I I talk to those folks uh, from time to time. They usually come on. Uh, Ray Schulte will come on uh, my show a month or two before uh, the national, and we'll talk about the upcoming national. And I I have conversations with them besides him coming on the show. Uh, I haven't had that one yet, but you better believe it. It's going to come up. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, th I think he listens. I think he I don't know if he listens to every show I do, but I, I know he listens to some if he this is going to come out in audio form. And so, Ray, if you're listening, you know, we, uh, we how about we can have a content creators row. Why not a card art row? And listen, the venue's plenty big. There's plenty. There's no shortage of, of space. And, uh, you know, it's it's a big part of the hobby. What you guys are doing a big part of having and and social media and you guys do you guys do both you can with your shirt with the podcast and the art i can only do one thing i can only talk into this thing i can't do artwork but there's no reason you're you're right uh, donnie there's no reason that can't be incorporated to an existing uh event that's a great point and it would uh, only add to it in my opinion yeah yeah 
even you know worst case scenario. I'm not saying I, I, this would be my first choice, but let's say the national doesn't accommodate it, or the powers that be, or it just doesn't even to do something like a, a you know. There's plenty of trade nights if you attend the yeah. national. You know, what about a card art night or nights? You know, two days or three days, whatever. No, you, know, you could yeah. call it card yeah. killer night. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure Card Killer can will come up with a concept to go along. Bring your with weapons, the event. bring your guns. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, bring it, it should happen. Belt. It should happen. It should happen, and 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 I'd be there, uh, not with anything I could do, but I'd be just my jaw would just be on the floor admiring all the the great work that uh, all you guys do, and uh, you know, I, I I like to see it. There you go. I, I, you know, I was gonna say started room. I, I, you know, I, I'll help in any way, whatever form that needs to be. It's easy to just throw ideas out there and kind of, you know, like the Homer Simpson uh, meme, go back into the hedges and disappear. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, I, yeah, I would love to do it. I would, I would love to help and see it. I love to attend. Let's do it for our um, national. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> All right, well listen, it's 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 December and so we got about seven or eight months to get it done. So all right. That all right, good. guys. I I appreciate I appreciate your time. Brad, thank you for uh co-piloting uh the plane today. And uh, guys, I, I don't need to tell you this. What you're doing is awesome uh, on the art level and the hobby level, the podcasting level. The, the the charity work the philanthropy uh keep doing it uh and uh i, I can't wait to see you again in, in person uh hopefully that's in atlantic city here uh and maybe like we just talked about uh, there'll be a, a card art night or nights uh, as well incorporated uh in there or like you said donnie even into the national itself as it should be I know for a fact that Ray uh, Ray Schultz owns one of my pieces. I handed him. Uh, there you go. Well, listen, there's your in. There's your in as well. All, all I give him is just the 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 the, uh, the basic podcast card that I have on my my art that has no frills attached to it. So uh, I think he likes your card better than the one he has for coming. Dang it, I don't have one here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so. All right, guys, uh, it's late. I don't want to keep you. I appreciate uh, everything you're doing. Keep keep it up, and, and I look forward to seeing uh, what's around the bend and uh, it's awesome stuff. Yeah, thanks for having us, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, oh, John. Thank, thank you. Thank awesome. you. You do you, boo. <laughs> Bye.